everyone. Welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Becky. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reading or reviewing Destructing Delilah by Allison Rhymes. This is a modern day retelling of Samson and Delilah. Um, also, author Allison Rhymes is one of the authors at the HEA Readers event in November in Indianapolis. So we are trying to get through some of those authors we've never read before. Great. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to make all of them. but Oh, so not going to make them all. <laughs> um, we will link the synopsis of this book on our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. Uh, so here's the breakdown for this. The release date was June 27th of 2023. Tropes, this is a retelling. There is BDSM. She is a virgin. There is an instant connection. Both main characters come to the table with some trauma. Just a bit. Um, There is mental health rep in this book. We do talk about therapy. So type of series is a standalone. Based on everything and the way it's listed on Goodreads, the way it's listed on Amazon... It reads as it's a standalone, but I do believe the friend has their own book. Correct. Um, I'm not sure of the title of that book, but yes. And I couldn't find a, ti- a series title either. Um, so point of view is dual first person. Put out percentage was 57%. Um, is there a third act breakup dark moment? It's in the middle of the book? Yeah. When you say? Yes. I will give you this one. <laughs> um, it's... Okay, we're going to get to this. <laughs> uh, so, let's start with this. This is my first read by this author. It is your first read Same. by this author. We come at this from very different points of view. Right, which is why I asked you to read this book. Because I knew it was going to hit completely different for you. So, I was raised in the Catholic church by sort of religious parents, but for whatever reason, it wasn't um, traumatizing. Like I don't have any bad experiences connected to religion itself. And it didn't hold me back. And I don't know if that's because my parents were hippies or what. (laughs) (laughs) But you, on the other hand. Yes, I come from a very like fundamental Christian upbringing um, where I felt very much shame for like pretty much anything that was considered outside the box. So I can relate to the main female character in this story very much like more than like socially acceptable. Yeah. So part of the reason we bring this up is I think it's important to note because this book itself, it deals with deconstructing from being a part of a cult and religious trauma. Yes. And both characters have some religious trauma. Right. And uh, more so in the heroines uh, camp, she... um, she was raised in the poly- a polygamist cult, very Warren Jeffs. Yes, very much like yeah, Utah, like their their own community, 
have a ranch that's secured, yeah. you know, FBI is like, coming to raid. Underage marriages and yeah. Yeah, 47 wives, that kind of thing. Um, so that's how Delilah was raised. She, at the age of 16, she knew that at age 14, she was being promised to a man that was her uncle. At age 16, with the help of one of the older women, she was able to make her escape from the ranch. She went to a halfway home in Nevada that helps with the start of the deprogramming until you can find a safe place to move forward. And also wait out the law till you're 18. Yes. So they can't come back and get you as a runaway. Right. Yeah. Take you back. So her best friend, um, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Her best friend, as soon as she turns 18, her best friend who was on the cult, escaped the cult also, is several years older than her. And her cousin moves her to New Orleans and in with their family. Great. And they are continuing therapy and working on breaking down and breaking away from how she was raised. So... Obviously, if you're going to be raised in a polygamist cult, you have to, like, learn how to navigate the modern current world. Right. Like, from, man, from scratch. Like, she does not have a lot to work with at the beginning, like, the first part of this book. And she's not stupid. I do not not think she's stupid. But she is incredibly naive. And even though she's been out of the cult two years, she still has very sheltered mentality. Like her. Right. Like, yeah, she still hasn't had exposure to a lot of things. Um, one of the things that I did find that was very interesting, the way this author wrote this is she understood sex and its purpose. But what she had a hard time with was desires and pleasure and sexuality. And that is very much like a fundamentalist, like viewpoint, like, right? Like sex is for marriage, for procreation. Like this is like sex has a purpose, like at least for the woman, like no one cares if you enjoy it or like it or want it. Um, This is what you're going to do. You're going to bear children. So the first half of this book, there is a lot of time jumping forward. It's. And we spend a lot of time. There's some information dumping, I felt like. Okay, yeah. And I can see that. Like, for me, I I also feel like I need to disclose that I have a master's degree in theology. Like, so. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I have a little more, like, background knowledge to pull from. Um, Yeah, okay. Yes, I can see how it would be kind of like a textbook. Um, and, you know, I only have like 12 years Catholic education and whatever, you know, like, I mean, and Catholic is very different than fundamental yes. Christian religions. So yes. it felt like a lot of info dumping. I didn't need it. Okay. I didn't need it to understand who Delilah was. Um, and so it made it very hard to get through that first 25, 30 percent. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. fair. So our hero in this book is Pope Blackwell. He's a bit of an enigma. He is. He's the son of a preacher. 
Which I feel like that is, I mean, like a PK, right? Like pastor's kid. Yeah. Um, Like, yep. (laughs) Yeah. He (laughs) keep your kids in the church. Yeah. Good. Good luck with that. And he is attracted to Delilah, but he is very cautious going forward because he is very much in sex in his sexuality the master there's a lot of bdsm play in this book and he is the master and he likes a slave dynamic yes um and there's a lot of power play and control for him as a character yes um and again time jumps i will also say that the first 50 percent of this book because of how much time we spend in religion and learning about them as individuals, you don't really get to know them as how their dynamic will be as a couple. Right. There's also sex with other people in this book, Jenny, which is so (laughs) not you. It is not at all. Like I usually, one of the interesting things about the sex is like, it's always in front of the other person. Yeah. They're like having sex with other people in front of each other. Yeah. So here's something I learned through all of this book. And I think that this is kind of a good generalization is why I struggle with slower burns or why I struggle with like friends to lovers. I want the majority of my time spent in a book learning how they figure out how to act as a couple That's why I like instant connection. I want them together quickly. And then to see, like, how does this dynamic work? How do we move forward? I don't want to watch them figuring out if they should even be together. And that's fair. Like, especially if, like, one of the things I struggle with in Friends to Lovers is, like, when they're doing, like, the internal monologue for, like, pages on pages, like, Maybe you should have a conversation. Right. But there's a lot of that in this book where individually they have these internal monologues and question, you know, should I move forward? Is this going to work? You know, my desire is there, but are they ready? My desire is there. How do I make that step forward? And it makes it, we spend a lot of time with them not together. Yeah. I would say a good majority of the book. Yeah. It was very frustrating for me. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. No, I I can see why this book, you connected to this book. I absolutely can see it. It's a really great story as far as, you know, coming into contemporary world with the yoke of religious oppression. Right? Right. Yes. Um, and that, that part is very well done. And the book is well written. I do not, there was there were no grave errors. There were no like timeline problems. There are just little things that I struggle with that aren't aren't necessarily my cup of tea, like the time jumps. Like I mean, it's almost what a year by fifty percent. I want to say it's even more than that. Like, it's a long time. Yeah, because she's gone to college. She is 
because again, she is a very smart person. Like she is starting to find her foothold in the world. Yeah. And when the book starts, she's 18. Um, and I think when it ends, she's 24 ish. Yeah. And in this role, Pope is very much Delilah's guide to freedom and shaking off those last remnants, those last holds of the cult and once she has that freedom she does choose him right but it just took us a long time to get there. yeah and she she kind of like makes him step up too right like right i feel like she's absolutely the more dynamic character in this book so if you're looking for a strong female character arc development of her growth read this book because you absolutely get that. Um, he's kind of an enigma. Like, we're not really sure. Like, we don't have a lot of personality traits about him. No, no, we don't. And it was very hard to get back with how, get over to move forward after how many men, women he slept with in the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't like this. I mean, and it didn't, typically cheating doesn't bother me. Like, if they were cheated on or they cheated on their significant, like, I don't typically bother. I don't want on-page cheating. Right. And this was not like a white shoes romance. But it was consensual. Yeah, it's it's definitely in that gray area. I think I told you like it's definitely like the edge of my yeah, like boundaries. Um we read a similar book that wasn't quite as well done, so like this was kind of like my like well this is similar but done differently right Um, so this story would be very comparative to the anti-hero by sarah kate right and um i think that where's where that book kind of had some holes was in his deprogramming the uh, the hero and anti-hero didn't have enough divorce from religion to justify some of the choices he made in that book. In this book, this author did a phenomenal job. So if you were looking for more of that religious deprogramming in a romance and, you know, kind of wiping away the struggles of purity culture and stuff like that, then this book absolutely does a great job of that. Yes. Um, so, and, and again, it was well-written. It just, it wasn't my favorite. That's fair. Um, and there was a lot of kink and a lot of spice, but it was it was also a very heavy book. It was. Yeah. Like, so it took she, me a couple days she... to read through it. And you are unpacking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's part of the reason it takes her like six years, right? Right. Right. Anyway, anything else you need, everybody should know about destructing Delilah? No, I, like, I agree. Like, if you are looking for like a character that's kind of like been raised in... Or want to try a character that's been raised in a fundamental, like, upbringing. Well, and if you enjoyed Antihero by Sarah Kate and are looking for something a little bit more along those lines, maybe with a little bit more of the deprogramming, then you absolutely should check this out. Yeah. Um, So if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email to thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. 
Jenny, thanks so much for hanging out and chatting with me about deconstructing Delilah. You're welcome. Uh, until next time, everyone, happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 